Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to talk about their favorite things. And sometimes the internet has a spin for us. Oh, I'm I'm way too high. (laughs) (laughs) And the high boy in the corner over there is Nicholas. I'm Marcus. That's great. That looks weird. That looks too low, but it doesn't matter. Move your microphone down and I think that'll balance it out. Beautiful. Yeah, perfect. Good? Yeah, you look good. Uh, sorry, guys. Working on a new setup here. Trying to figure it out. Guys, I'm Nick. That's Marcus. This is Now Try This. We challenge each other every week. That's the show. Except that's not the show today because it's the beginning of the month. Our favorite time, Marcus. What does that mean? That means that our patrons over on patreon.com slash now try this cast are the ones who give us the challenge. So once a month, yeah. we allow you guys to challenge us and this month, you guys challenged us to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. And I have to make that and Peacemaker, but we flipped the coin. So Texas won. Yes, that is what happened. So we maybe in the future, we might do a separate exclusive episode for the Patreon of Peacemaker. We'll do something. We'll see. But yeah, let hold us, us know. to it. Yeah, hold us to it. If you want to see it, then tell us. We'll do it. Well, Marcus, I'm a little confused. It can't be that easy to give us a challenge to do something for our entire podcast. Well, Nick, it is. All you have to do is head over to Patreon.com, now try this cast, and sign up at one of our two tiers. We have a $5 tier and a $1 tier. The $5 tier gets to submit challenges every month, and the $1 tier gets to vote on those challenges. The $5 tier also gets to vote hell yeah we also got stickers we want to give you guys but we need to get more patrons to do it so sign up sure and get if some stickers. we get to 30 we'll be mailing everyone stickers that is right now guys texas chainsaw massacre won this week or this month we are doing that for the challenge but marcus what did we do last week if they want to check that out last week we did cyrano and it was a double feature we did the half of it I was going to say the other half, the half of it, the half of it, which was go check out the episode everywhere. You can check out podcasts. You can also go to YouTube to see the broadcast and you can also subscribe to us on twitch.tv slash now try this cast to watch us live like people are doing right now. Say what's up in the chat. What up? That was me saying Mm -hmm. what's up in the chat. Fear God of death. Granted a head start on that chat. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, Marcus, I don't, you know, I don't know what to say because we did. We (laughs) we are we're we're spooky boys. Sure. We watch famously horror movies i love horror movies it's part of my personality marcus i wasn't gonna watch this film were you no it i was 100 percent not intending on watching this film at all why not well i'm sure it's for different reasons because you watch every horror movie i love horror movies the vibe of this film seemed off to me something smelled like doo-doo in the water you know oh were you did you see trailers no i didn't see anything i literally saw nothing but the poster and the and the font and I was like, something about this seems off. My my horror senses are tingling a little bit here. Oh, look at this great poster. Look at this great poster. You got Red Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Leatherface, you know, Hillbilly I, in the background. Yep. I had no intention of watching the movie. I was like, something about it hmm. seems off. It's not getting a theatrical hmm. release. It's only on Netflix. Something Something's fishy. I don't trust all of ask Netflix me, things. Ask me. Ask me. I will say this. And then I watched a trailer Ooh. before we got it. I watched a trailer. The trailer was of the scene 
where they're in the bus and the guy says, uh, what do you say? Like, make one more step and you're canceled, bro, or whatever. And I was like, close laptop, shut it off. Never going to watch that movie. I, it's mm. not for me. And then and then we got a challenge. So here we are. So, Nick, what about you? Were you planning on watching this movie? No, I didn't even know it was coming out. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know. I, I don't go on Netflix as much as I should, mm. like browsing around. Yeah, like, yeah. I go. There's so many streaming. There's so many streaming platforms now that when I go to a streaming platform, it's to do something. I go to HBO Max to watch a thing. Fair. I go to Netflix to watch a thing. So it's the days of like scrolling around Netflix, seeing what's coming out soon, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That's the thing in the past. I don't do that anymore. So I had no idea. Nothing about this film until we got it for a challenge and i watched it this morning <laughs> <laughs> you did you texted me <laughs> i didn't tell you right after i texted you i had to text my partner and ask her for a netflix login because i stopped paying for it <laughs> nice nice that's how you do it what's the point of being in a relationship is, if you can't share there's netflix? so much i think to, i feel like to talk about i feel like we're gonna want to go like yes have a lot to say yes. about this film but yes here's the here's the thing i'm gonna do something different than what we always do Uh oh i'm gonna do it i'm not i'm not gonna bury the lead this time there's no bearing the lead. Uh-huh. I want to tell you how I feel about this film sure. right away because I have so much Go to ahead. say. How do you feel about the film? Fear God of Death. You're in the chat. Yeah, Thank you so chat. much for this challenge. Fear God of Death. Marcus, I loved this film. I hate you. I I thought this I was a fantastic, you. fun ride. Like a nice jaunt around town. No, you did it. This is a bad the movie. Only, the only Texas Chainsaw Massacre I've ever seen before this one was the Jessica Beale film. So in my head, Leatherface runs after Jessica Beale with linen sheets. And that's the only image in my head. Oh, my God. That is the only image I have for Leatherface. Oh my that's God. the only comparison I have. Oh my and then God. I watched this and I was like, I was in. I was in with all of it. I was there for the ride. I was so upset. I didn't get to watch it again before the podcast. I, I'm not going to bury the lead either. And I'm going to say that I fucking hated this movie so Marcus, you, much you, with a burning you the lead. Everyone knew. Everyone I could tell. I hated this movie. You weren't hiding it well. I hated it <laughs> so much. It was so well, bad. This is oh the ninth God. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you're going to death, just drop us the Texas Chainsaw Massacre fun facts in the chat. Okay. We will read them Nick, live as we go. Okay, so but you be, go first we get to with your that. history of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, yeah, great. I'll start my history, then you do history. Yeah. I just did. Jessica Biel. I saw that. <laughs> so I never saw the original from the 70s. 70s, uh, right? Is that it? So the 1974. 70s? The, okay. Oh, oh, fucking horror pro over here. Whatever. Oh, man. Funnily enough, Fear Got a Death in the chat. He made me watch the only one I've ever watched, which was the Jessica Biel one. Probably saw it in theaters or something. He yeah. would drag me to those kinds of I movies all the theaters. goddamn time. Yeah. And that was a reboot, I think, right? A reimagining? Yeah. Or was it? No, was that a sequel too? It was Wasn't a reboot. Because it? It, it was modern time. It was a reboot. But it was modern time. Yes. It was a reboot. Uh, yeah. But modern. It was a reboot, modern time of Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, 1974. Well, you know what I remember from that movie? Besides that, what? There was a close up of Just Jessica Biel's butt. And I remember that. And as because I was a little Ooh, kid, I mean, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> maybe I wasn't a little kid." <laughs> How old was I? I will say a lot of people hold that movie in reverence, maybe not as a good thing. But oh, look her butt! I see it. It came up right away. You're not the only one who thought so. Nice. Okay. Cool. <laughs> good. 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 Made an impact on me. But besides that, I I I I love the Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I love the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I love the Halloween movies. Sure. I'm a I'm a slasher boy. I 
miss the era of slasher. That's why when we watched Halloween 2018, I was so on board because yeah. I was like, yes, a modern day slasher. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then we saw Halloween Kills and I was like, oh, wow, I'm not going to get another good slasher for a long time. So which was which is why I was really happy we got this one. No, <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. It hurts me. Okay, Marcus. Okay, OK, I'm excited. You know, what? I'm honestly very excited. I'm very excited. I'm hurt personally and deeply. And we may never have an episode of the podcast, but I at least want to see why you love oh, it. Was I like it. Oh, why I love, it? I love it. Why you love it's it? Great. I don't know. So my history takes a chance on Massacre. What's your history? I, have you seen them all? No. Uh, I haven't seen them all, but I've seen a lot of them. I saw the original when I was a kid, and it was the scariest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Really? It terrified me. It was Whoa. so fucking good and well-made that into my sort of like a young adult life, I mm -hmm. said it was my favorite movie for a long time. The original Sex Justice Massacre, I said, was my favorite movie. Now, oh, wow. people thought that was weird. And when I was trying to, like, show people I like movies that are important to me and I would show them Text Chance of Massacre, they would then never talk to me again. So then I learned to stop saying that Text Chance of Massacre was my favorite movie. And I picked something else that was more accommodating to the masses. Why do you love it so much? Nick, it is. I have so much to say and like real like we'll we'll get into it. It's weird that you never gave it to me. I was going to and then this ruined it. <laughs> I've never been more mad at the Patreon <laughs> challenge. Okay. Fear God of Death watch them all in anticipation of this one. Oh my god. I love that. So oh God. Okay. So what made the original good? There's a Did lot of you know that... Michael Bay helped produce the one with Jessica Beale. Sorry, go yes, on. it was bad. The 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 thing I liked about the original is that like it was so impactful. I think that it was like it was the slasher genre before it was even established. It came up before Halloween, right? And oh, at the time, the only other like horror movies that were like it were there was nothing else really like it. Things. Oh, I'm confused. Psycho? Why do they credit Halloween as exactly. the slasher? Oh, exactly, Nick. Exactly. I think Halloween had more staying power because Sex Chance Master came out and the, a sequel hadn't didn't come out for another like 11 years or something like that or 10. And so 12 Halloween came out and then another Halloween came out soon after and then another Halloween came out soon after. So that was able oh. to become a franchise and solidify hmm. its place in horror. So it's often credited oh. as the first slasher and people who are more pretentious will say like Peeping Tom is the first slasher or like Psycho is one of the first slashers, but it doesn't really establish establish the core slasher tropes that we're kind of accustomed to which are murder spree survivor girl yes uh, a bad a place meta human yeah the bad place which is like the haunted area the spooky area that you yeah. enter into yeah so that wasn't established that was established with this film this film has the original has all of huh. those tropes in it is it just halloween did it better so no one cares about halloween Texas i don't even or? think did it better halloween did it more mainstream so like how like the original sex exchange of massacre was a very disturbing movie so much so that like a lot of people hated it so it was kind of split mm. where you had people were like this is one of the most disturbing movies i've ever seen and it's cool and i like it and other people were like this is too disturbing and so it lo got a lot of hate so it wasn't mm. as digestible for a lot of mainstream audiences so i think that's why yeah. halloween 
did better. Halloween was a more traditional, standard, consumable horror movie than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Here for it's it. a weird thing. It's weird and it doesn't get a lot of credit where I feel like it does deserve. Mm. Well, weird that I've never seen it. Weird you never gave it to me and it's so important. I don't know. It doesn't sound that important to you, but I'll 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 concede this point. It <laughs> was important to me. It's just because people thought I was weird for having that as my favorite movie. We've had three spoopy boys months and you never gave it to me. I didn't think you would like you gave it. Give me Leprechaun. Because Leprechaun's Leprechaun. funny. Leprechaun's a funny movie. <laughs> I thought you would have fun. Takes the original Taste of Massacre is just like a disturbing film that makes you feel uneasy. Weird. Well, that's not what this film is. No, this film's <laughs> a romp. <laughs> a comedic romp. Yeah, that's romp. also how I would describe it. It was a nice, fun romp. <laughs> that's why I loved it. Okay, so this movie, directed by David Blue Garcia, screenwritten written by Chris Thomas Devlin, came out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> on netflix mm -hmm. the week it came out it was the third most thing watched on netflix oh, wow. uh, i was reading so so a sequel is probably you know on the way to uh, i hope to you, not maybe your chagrin i really hope not so this is a sequel to the original texas chainsaw massacre why what they were saying that doesn't yeah. make sense step one from the get that doesn't make sense because that was like 50 they say it was 50 years ago so he, Marcus, he wasn't a baby like you, in that movie it sounds like you have a chip on your shoulder oh maybe we should God. like accept the movie like where it is and like maybe suspend our disbelief a little bit how like much can i suspend it i can only suspend it so much nick well okay well i can't he throw be my disbelief out the window you're supposed he to was suspend in it not he was in his 20s entirely. in that first film and now he's in his oh 70s that, that works does it work? Yeah. Say he's in his 70s running around. Yeah. You accepted Halloween. It's similar. Okay. Halloween. Homeboy's old. Has Laurie Strode. Has the original cast in it as proof yeah. that they can do those things. Right. This one doesn't bring back anyone through the original. It's not their fault that the original person's passed away. R.I.P. Marcus. God, oh insensitive. God. Insensitive that the movie would have that in this. This movie is insensitive as fuck. I hate this movie so much. I, I want to get into it. I have so much to tell you about the original. Like, I, I did so much research on the original Text Shades of Massacre because I was like, you know what? I love that movie so much. Let me, like, mm -hmm. learn as much as I can about the film. And I learned a lot, which then made me hate this movie more. Because before I was like, sure. I don't like this movie and I have my problems with this movie. But it's not like it's whatever right like i'll have uh -huh. fun talking to nick about it and then sure. the more i like learned about the original i was like man and the more i thought about how much i really loved the original movie it made me hate this movie with more of a passion well tell you what if you didn't have the ship on your shoulder maybe you'd be over here loving it like me that's so true we start 50 years after leatherface's killing spree in 1973 and i'm gonna read this right from the wiki okay young entrepreneurs melody Dante, Melody's sister, Lila, 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 <laughs> and Dante's girlfriend, Ruth, traveled to the abandoned Texas town of Harlow to auction off old properties to create a trendy, heavily gentrified area. Marcus, as soon as this movie started, we got our four main cast driving yep. up to this gas station, uh -huh. getting the stereotypical cabin in the woods. Yeah. No, cabin fever beginning where like the old guy is about to tell them an info dump about the thing and i'm like okay i'm sitting here whatever yeah and then the disdain in our main cast's face for people 
for white people for keep every person people for people okay. okay i was like i hate them yeah i'm gonna love watching them die fair <laughs> enough but but yes yes you're supposed to hate a lot of times you're supposed to hate the group of people that you're gonna see die and i hated them a lot but making the, them unlikable, but then also making them the problem with them being that they want to like better themselves is a weird message. And the fact that like they're minorities who want to better themselves and also like improve this ghost town. Well, it, well one, one of, one one of, of them is a minority. Sure, right. Yes. All, everyone, all, that, the, all the three are fucking the main white. Guy. They're super white. He was the main guy. No, the girl was the main girl. She was but, okay. She wasn't sure. the main character, but he was the reason they were there. He was starting the business with her. With sure, with her. But that's fifty percent of the reason Marcus, they're there. Are we not? Are we not giving due credit to our female protagonist here? 50%, because fifty percent. Sure, she's the protagonist, but the catalyst is what I'm talking about. The catalyst of this film is that they are going here. The main character mm. doesn't want to even be a part of this. She's just brought along by her sister. But the main crux of the film is that they're coming here oh, to gentrify the I still shit out call of her the main character. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love it's that. An I love that because I know movie made like from the perspective of white people. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. It made me so angry that it's like, Marcus, who who is this for? I was like trying to figure out if it's, this it's was for- like a Republican movie or like a liberal movie. And I honestly, I ended up at the end of the movie being like, this had to have been like some kind of Republican movie. And so I looked it up, Nick. I looked it up. I looked it up. I, I want to like hear your gonna, answer I, before you say something. I feel like Marcus, very unintentionally, sure. I love you, but you are very much putting me in a position where you're just going to make me wrong. No, 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 no I'm not. I I'm mean... Get- no, no, no. I'm going to share my opinion. Share your opinion. And even if you prove me wrong, I'm still going to sure. fight you on it because we both Go know ahead. how I am. 100%. But here's my thing. Here's my takeaway. So in this film, you have this group of Gen Z millennials somewhere mm-hmm. right in between. They're right on the crust, sure. cusp yeah. of the two. They're right at the tail end of millennial, right at the beginning of Gen Z. And they think that they can solve. So, so to me, this film is putting up the mirror on what we think is right. And realizing that maybe we're the problem. So, like, neoliberals in the this country are so placated by so many different buzzwords and so many things that they have to do that they never see the fact that they can also be ignorant. So these people are coming up. They probably come from the big city. They think they do everything right. Mm. They probably all donated to Black Lives Matter. They probably all use their pronouns. They probably think they do everything perfectly right. And then they go to a town and then literally shit on a guy because he works for a living because he has a truck. And literally it's like, (laughs) he only shovels coal for a living. What the fuck is that? That's an honest living that someone is doing in this country. That coal that he is pulling (laughs) runs your fucking computers. Like, it's such a... And and that, I feel like, was the crux of the whole movie. Like, I don't think at any point the movie was apologizing for them having a competitor flag. I think it was just asking the question of... Hey, listen, these people suck, but you suck too, okay? Can we all just suck a little less? I I feel like, yes. But the fact that the guy was purposefully cutting them off and blowing smoke in their face, I think also 
was part of them. Because they were being assholes. I would have done him. the same thing. You would have done, done, done the too? same thing. You would not have done that. If they were assholes to me, I've done that before. You I never, understand Marcus, what you're not and a I, driver. You're not a driver. People yes. have cut me off, and then I've gone and cut them off. Yeah. This is how it works. I understand what you're saying, and I don't think you're wrong. But I do think that the, 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 the intention of the movie, mm -hmm. I couldn't decide, which is like a weird place to be. Because for me, the movie felt like it was both and nothing. So the movie really had nothing to say in the end for me. <clears throat> and then Weird. I looked it up and I was like, okay, like, what is this guy's beliefs? Like, what does, what, what do the director, the, the director, director, what was the director hmm. trying to say with the film? What is his intention? And he was like, I wanted to make an anti-gun movie. And then was like, I don't want people to think it's anti-gun. So I made the mess. So there shouldn't really be a message that anyone should get from this movie. <laughs> Which is hilarious to say about your own movie, like regardless of what you think. Regardless, I, I'm still gonna argue my point, but you are sure. so right that the director <laughs> sounds like an idiot. Why would you say that? <laughs> Even if that's the truth, it. then you then you say the thing where it's like, I think there's a different interpretation yes. that I want other people to take yes, away, Nick. and I want to leave it in the hands of the audience. Yes, yes, Nick. Yeah. So I was racking my brain, and I wasn't trying to mm. set you up to, to like, oh, it's actually the opposite. I was racking I my brain what you trying were doing, to figure this. Funny. That's very funny. <laughs> and it's hilarious that there is no take this guy didn't really yeah. have a take he was just doing to be whatever fair, though, to be fair just to quote not quote just to reference the great video essayist on youtube that you made me watch i forget his name super french wolf but no oh no. danny uh, Dramble. he did all the horror like movies yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, that's right. There was one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies mm -hmm. that has that is all a you know almost an allegory of like coming out and being homosexual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you ask the director, he's like, "I did not do that." Yeah. And then if you ask the screenwriter, they're like, "Well, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you so don't only need the writer. It could have like been in the story. Happen, it could have sure. been in the. I think his intention. But, but, but regardless of all that, that is hilarious. The director, why would you say that? Yep, that's just the wrong move, dude. It's the wrong move. Lie. Like there's an yeah. in-between, right? It's this is one yeah. end. And then the other end, you have the guy who made mother being like, you don't understand my film. Oh Here's my exactly God. what it's about. There's a middle ground where even if I you don't know so what much. the fuck it is, just lie and be like, hey, it's open to interpretation. You're allowed to like come away with the movie from like whatever you want. Well, uh, that being said, I I, I actually that, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think me saying I love this movie is probably like a, a gross over exaggeration. But I did enjoy the whole ride. And and one of the reasons was because of the dumb stuff. There's a lot of really dumb stuff that I'm going to agree with you. That's super sure. dumb. But I found it in jest and fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I, I really did enjoy about the film was, you know, it didn't feel like. There's a lot of movies that take the thing that millennials and Gen Z do about being obsessed with media, uh, yeah. media, social media and blah, blah. And like they try to turn it on its head and it's like, you're just being assholes. You don't get it. It's like when you watch like the new all that on YouTube yeah. and it's like, clearly this is written by adults trying to cater to children. Yes. Whereas this, it felt honestly to me, it felt likely the things that were done by these people get a bus go to a ghost town buy it up and try to make it a hip thing sure i could read that article on fucking bus yeah totally and the way they go about doing it is the dumb way that people would do it i could totally see that they would literally just show up an hour yes. before the bus gets there and take one flag down and be like we're ready to go let's have a barbecue like this, that sounds exactly what would happen this movie felt fire out of fire touch. festival this it, movie felt out of touch you're right fire festival yeah you're right this is very similar but it felt at the some of the dialogue felt 
like boomers wrote it like you're gonna get canceled for this bro like wait make one more move and you're canceled is what he says to people say that but not to someone holding a chainsaw if someone has a chainsaw in your face you're not gonna pull out your camera and be like you're gonna get canceled bro that's why it's funny that's not it's called mapping it takes what happens in real life oh and it maps it to an outrageous situation to show the hypocrisy of the thing that we say in our everyday lives. I Why does it feel like you like this, but you can't like something like Psycho Goreman? Like, <laughs> I don't Because that was intentionally you. doing the thing that, Marcus, because that, that movie was intentionally doing the thing that this movie did by accident, which is why I like it. <laughs> this is a b movie <laughs> like, like it was the, the reason i like this movie is because i watched this movie and i look at everybody involved and i could tell they all fucking tried the best they fucking could yeah and this is the schlop that came out of it and i'm yeah. like i'm fucking here for it well, whereas psycho like gorman they were trying to make schlop mm. I, I saw the fucking wrinkles i yeah, saw yeah. the lines yeah this this is they like tried, this man. is like troll they really tried. this is just a bad yeah. movie it's yeah, just a I bad movie it. And it's fine if you like it. It's fine. Like, I'm going to be yelling the whole time because I'm just very Good. passionate. But I, I do hope that you know that, like, I will. I don't know. These are none of these are personal attacks. Sure. OK. Mine might be. But we'll see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So after we get all our people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, to more town, plot, which, I guess. Uh, again, uh, fucking. Didn't you just think, though, when the with the main curly haired girl said that shit and was being such a such a jerk? What were you feeling? Were you just like, were you, were you already like this movie's out of touch? I hate it. She was being aggressive. Was being and aggressive. I was already like the movie's out of touch and I hate this movie. But oh. and then the guy, too, I was like, are they setting up this? Like, it's just weird, man. Like, I don't know what it is about me. Maybe I'm too, like, entrenched in, like, the left's, like, media, I guess. But like all like this guy, I was just like, I don't like him why are they trying to make him like this likable cool like character that you're supposed to like get along with and be like oh that guy's cool i want to be on his side i want to hang out with him but he's like i don't know just a fucking like redneck douche guy can, can i be super honest sure probably yeah Pro- you we are conditioned to think that people like this are less than are ignorant automatically are the bottom of the barrel are god what did hillary clinton say about uh the people who voted for trump she called them all um deplorables deplorables right mm-hmm. we're supposed to see a guy that drives a truck like this that dresses like oh, that and man. talks like that as a deplorable sight oh, unseen right sight what unseen has this movie done to you nick but the problem marcus is is if you call 50 percent of yeah. the nation a deplorable then that makes our nation deplorable that's true that means that sure. there's no coming back from it there has to be there a, has to be a, a, a room open. to learn and room to grow ha- yes yes just like just like when we watched the half of it and Paul was a redneck. Paul come from a podunk town. Paul was on the wrong side of history yeah, for that film. Yeah. But we left room and he came over. That's not what's happening in this movie. This movie isn't about Mark. like them learning and growing as people. It is. Sort of, yes, it, it is. It is like we should have <laughs> empathy for it's like it's like a movie made by people who are like like you know how white people are always like oh you like we're gonna we're not gonna be the dominant race in a few years it's like a movie it feels like a movie for those people or made by those people like something about this feels out of touch in like a weird way like like someone is victimizing themselves who's not a victim i think there's room to talk about the vitriol that we have right now between 
two groups of people. And the two groups of people are the ones in this film. I think there's room to talk about how both are wrong and how we should talk about it and how the ways one's wrong could even be way worse than the other one. Sure. Literally, these people incubated a serial killer that goes on a murder spree. Yep. But does that mean that they are... Okay, so after we are introduced to our characters, we finally get to Harlow and we enter the town, which already is like a fucking shitty ass town. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, what the fuck are you going to do here, guys? Whatever. Fucking Insta. And the one Ruth girl's like, oh, my art gallery could go here. The one girl's like, we could put a comic book store here. And I was like, people lived here. You got to like fuck it. Like, people I, fucking I lived feel here. Like this movie also would have been so much more impact. Like a version of this movie could have been made by Jordan Peele and like really say something about gentrification yeah i think it was but it it, wow you're making me like this movie more but it doesn't get the same point across i think this movie well not everybody's jordan peele you're right you're right you're right right. not everyone's jordan peele and (laughs) this movie is maybe i think like you said i think it's trying to shoot high and like epically failed because everyone on board Except for I think I think the acting was good. Everyone on board was yeah, like was bad at their job. I don't even think that's it. I, I think everybody wasn't doing a bad job. I think just I think the only way you can make a movie like a Jordan Peele movie is when you have Jordan Peele at the at the forefront. You know, but I not, think the director did what he could. Like the screenwriter did what he could. Other movies yeah. have had like sincere messages and have executed them well because I think they have that person. Yeah, sure. Like I think this, this movie, movie just doesn't didn't have, have that person. that vision. I think anything that happened in this movie was an accident. Of, of a whole bunch of group of people putting their ideas into a big melting pot. Well, it's true yeah, because yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. tonal shifts in this movie where it's going tonally in yeah. different ways. Yeah. Which usually makes a mess. But for me, I like the mess. So Fair. I like the mess that came out of it. I could see that. But it's 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 hard, man. And then also with the gun stuff, man. That We're hurt me. Around. I'm trying. We got it. Uh, yeah, What's I'm gun stuff? The, the fact that she was a survivor from a school shooting, the main character. She was a survivor of a uh-huh. school shooting. And then she's like dealing with that trauma. But like, do by, you want to jump around or do you want to go B for B? Guns? We can go B for B, but this is like, I mean, it, they show her like wound in the car on the way over that she's a survivor of a school shooting. Which comes up later, I guess. Well, you don't know what it's from until they have the conversation about it. I mean, it's like a bullet. She she could be from the streets. I don't fucking know, man. She could be from the streets. I don't fucking know. I didn't assume it was a school shooting. When I I saw the scar, I assumed it was a bullet. And then I assumed it was a bullet, but I assumed she was from the streets because her sister took her in and her father didn't want her. She's. I didn't assume she was from the streets. I, I that would go against the whole point of them being like affluent assholes, I guess. For I. You threw me off. I don't know. Do, do you want to talk about it? Okay. No, we'll no, talk no, about no, no, no. We can keep, go, so, keep going. Keep going. I'm just going to keep doing this because then otherwise I know we're <laughs> just going to like talk about the movie B for B, which is like whatever. I just want to no, no, interject it's, it's, with my weirdness. So <laughs> when we get to the town, we see our main character, Dante, see a Confederate flag. And oh, I just realized I closed the chat. That's why I'm not seeing anymore. I feel like people are probably typing things. Yeah, they are. Okay. So they get to the fla- the thing. They see a, a Confederate flag. Okay. And then the Dante is like, oh, let, let's fucking get that shit down. And they go in that building. And that's where they find the older lady who's the mother of Leatherface. Yes. And there's this really 
really heated exchange where she is trying to explain why she has the flag mm -hmm. and how she she tries to like justify it by saying like i i took care of boys like you here in the orphanage and dante w like stormed fucking off but then the main girl was like wait she says she has the deed to the house are we gonna like talk about this yeah. or, like what's going on and like the so the whole movie ends up being that conceit like that ends up being the whole focus of the whole film like the the guilt around whether or not they are kicking this lady out of her house and that trauma is giving her gave her a heart attack which she gets rushed to the hospital so the whole film is the one girl melody feeling racking with guilt about because i think it didn't hit her until that moment what they were doing which was going to a town that was dead where their people were dying and taking it away from them. and that was like the moment she saw it and she was like, oh, shit, people live here. People, like, lived here. Yeah. Dante doesn't give a fuck, though, at all. It's true. You can talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, this part also, I mean, like, do you were you upset that they took down the Confederate flag? Or was that, like, like how did you feel upset? about that? Not upset, but, like, did that, like, was, because that's well, also I mean, part it's of hard. the message. That's part of the same message yeah. of, like, you're trying to get rid of this town's history, you know? Yeah, I think I I don't think there's a right person in this. I and I think that's that's kind of why I liked it cuz they should they should not have a Confederate flag. Uh, it means something. Mm -hmm. It means something to Dante that yeah, I yeah. could never take away from him or like justify justifying in any type of way. Like her excuses are just excuses, you know. Yeah. She knows what she did wrong. But that feels more in line but, with the rest of the movie to me, where it's like them being against then taking down the flag. Well, no one was against doing it. She like she wasn't even mad. He took it down. She was like she just she felt guilty and she was trying to justify it. And she was justifying it by doing the thing. It was like, well, I got black friends. So it's like, <laughs> no, that's not how that works, you know, lady. But for me, the, the interesting part for me, why that scene didn't feel PBS, it didn't feel like after school special is because of the way Dante was. Dante was he wrote her off so quickly that he ended up killing her. <laughs> he killed this lady. So, yeah, I mean, it just I think this, there's an icky feeling. So they're all wrong. With a lot of the movie parts, right? Like, I feel like I don't know what it is, but something about that scene also kind of felt gross. Like this black guy who's wanting to better himself and like start his own business, like is then villainized by the creators of the film by like murdering this innocent old white woman and yeah. also inciting the the rest of the movie and creating the 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 core reason that leatherface is back and killing people again mm -hmm. and he's like the one black person in our main group of people and sure. it's just something about that felt icky to me i think there is a takeaway from this movie to say that because he was mad at her racism was why we got leatherface and that's that is bad if mm -hmm. that is the takeaway like that is what you took away from this movie i would agree with you yeah I would I mean, agree with you. That like was that part is, of the that whole is, thing where it's like, I started to well, see things like that in the movie. And that's why I was like, I don't like this movie. Like things like that kept lining up. Like where it was like, okay, what is the message well, of this movie? Sure. Well, I disagree with you. Sure, yeah. And the reason I disagree with you, I think is because I don't think the message is, I don't think it has anything to do with the, the racism in that moment. I think it has to do with, I think it has to do with, you know, at, at, at a certain point when we are, we let our own hatreds and our own biases blind us to what's in front of us. So I think he had every right to be upset, but I also don't think he had any right to see her as less than human right sure and i think that and i think that was the the thing now again as a person of color it's not your job to explain to everybody what they've done wrong if you wanted to walk away he totally could have mm -hmm. but but he hurt her <laughs> you know because you know 
she would have she would have took it down. Yeah. Like that that's that's the thing for me that was like, oh shit. There there is a too far on both sides happening here. There's like a disconnect yeah, happening. Yeah. But on the, because, also the because, fact sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say also the fact that like the cops come in and are like, we're gonna take this woman away. And like that would not have happened. Cops in the deep south be leaving that this black man just has a deed to this property. Like that was that was weird. The weird thing to just have. It just seemed very I was suspending okay, well, my disbelief very well, hard well, to believe that. Well well, hold on though, because so so do we do we fault the movie for trying to be forward and and change the pattern because because if the those cops not came, trying to be like the movie is presenting a false reality in that like most movies exist in some version of reality and the version of reality that this movie exists in is one where like i guess it feels like racism doesn't really exist and everything's like fine hunky dory i i I feel like you're really grossly pushing it towards a a degree that i I don't think is necessary because i think I think there are they're they're not saying racism doesn't exist. There's a Confederate flag, and the guy freaks out about it. There's, early in the movie, when they get stopped by the cops, he puts his hands up and says, "Don't make any sudden sure. movements." Yeah, yeah. It, it is there. Literally, get out did the exact same thing at the beginning of their but film to there, establish the racism. But it is there. It is there to establish that like the the main character has the wrong assumptions about these people. It's not necessarily there to establish that these things are like a real thing that they should be worried about. You know what I mean? With it, you think undermines that. Listen, if this movie is really trying to make you think that they're wrong to think that there's racism, I think that you would be correct. But I don't think that the movie's doing that. Sure. We we know <laughs> Sure, yeah, we, but, but some people I, I believe know. it doesn't. You know what I mean? Some people believe racism ended when Obama was elected president. Like it's possible it's that not one for of those, those people, people was involved in the movie, you know? I don't know. No, I don't think I, I don't think I well, I I I'm uncomfortable saying that without knowing that sure, because that's true. because I think for me I just like going into situations like this and so so when that happened when the cops walked in and we we immediately were tense Dante was tense we were all tense everybody was tense and then the cops sighed to themselves and said all right lady let's let's go sorry about this and like took care of their own for me I was like huh interesting. I think subverting my expectations in that moment of saying the problem in this movie isn't the racism, not that it doesn't exist. It's just not a problem in this movie, even though we think it should be, even though our main character thinks it's going to be, even though we're taught that it should be in this film. It's not about that in this moment. It's about the fact that we didn't treat this woman with humility. And now Leatherface is going to kill everybody. I don't know if every movie has to be about racism. It, 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 it didn't. And it, did, it I don't think it whitewashed the racism. racism, but it feels like it's not about whitewashing it. I, I don't think you, I, I don't know, but you could see where I'm coming with this stuff from, right? Like, it's not I think like so. I'm crazy. Like, I just You're feel not crazy. Like, I, I just feel like the movie is about you're just giving racism. this movie in a way that makes it pro it just makes it makes it feel like i think i explained it earlier where it just sort of makes it feel like these people are being victimized in a way that they aren't really being victimized i don't think this movie was for me agreed <laughs> I don't think this movie's for me. I think this movie was for people who are in the South who are tired of like young people coming in with money and like buying up all their land and their territory and stuff like that. And like coming in and making like yogurt shops and stuff like that. And they miss the old I think good the, South. That's what I, I think the movie's I, for. I, I, <laughs> 
but I liked it. So That's fine. I think you you're wrong. Like it. You can like it. <laughs> I think I I don't think it's it's just for those people. I think it's also for those people to realize that they're wrong too. Like these people are also people. The millennials, the influencers that are coming in and trying to gentrify the place are also people. The movie is showing that. The movie is also showing that. Like the the melody being a jerk <laughs> and then not being a jerk and realizing that she's a fucked up person mm-hmm. is like a journey that I think a person that is of the liberal mindset could justify from. There is a state of mind sometimes where we are better than other people. Again, I go back to the guy, the the girl, the main character is making fun of the guy for shoveling coal. That's raw, you know? And that's how our movie starts. That's how we meet our characters. But regardless, I think, let me just read some of the chat. Uh, Fear to God said, it made sense to me. It seemed like the main characters owned the town and everyone knew about it, even the cops. Darren said, feels very like see these millennials make everything about race i i I totally see both sides of it i i see i see what you're saying i I think i think there is a fox news propaganda that's happening that you could see in this film that would cater to that sensibility however i also think that it would be impossible to say what this movie is saying without that happening because in this movie i think they they are trying to give humanity to the people in texas but i feel like they're also giving humanity to the people not from texas like the fact that so let's go into what you were talking about earlier i do want to i want to i do want to say that like i did say this earlier and i do want to reiterate that i spent a lot of the movie not knowing which side that this movie landed on and so i do want to say that i totally understand your point as well but i do just want to i just do want since you're making that side of the argument i do want to make this side of the argument because i saw both sides while watching the movie and i couldn't decide which one it was and it made me angry that when i looked up tr- to find what the director wanted to do and it was nothing he was like i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that so that's bad so i figured i would speak on this side it, of things it, it feels like it feels like he started to say some of the things i was saying and he didn't have enough tact because he felt like it was saying some of the things you're saying and then he stopped trying i think he was i feel like what happens a lot of you times know? with the spectrum of like liberal and, and being left and being right is that sometimes you go so far left you go right sometimes you go so far right you go left like so many times you hear 100%. people on fox news like almost being communists where they're like this should be free like we don't want the go-. like all this stuff and it's like and then they catch themselves and yeah, they're like and you're like mm, yeah. you're almost there we almost got you tucker carlson <laughs> Yeah. And then you see people on the left going so far to the, to the, the left, left like that they become like bigoted Rachel Maddow. Like sometimes you watch Rachel Maddow and she'll call for uh, such a um, so many sanctions and mandates that I'm like, that sounds a little authoritarian. I don't know, like what you're saying, like, yeah. like so, if you like keep going all the way. So yeah. I couldn't. So, on both so sides. this movie was just doing this the whole time. It was making a circle. It was just going in circles it. the whole movie. That's it was left. It. it was right. It was left. It was right. And so we're having discussions because I feel like both things were in the movie. And I don't think you're yeah. wrong. And I don't think I'm wrong either. I think both things yeah. were in the movie. And it just. I think you're right. He was the. I don't want to say he's a coward, but the director just was like yeah. driving himself in circles, trying to have a message and then not offend anybody and then not having a message at all. And it just, it was yeah. confusing. Yeah. I think after that, you meet uh, got their, like, their contractor who's helping them buy up the mm-hmm. town, which was ends up being the guy from the truck at the beginning of the film, gets the Confederate flag down. And then as they're setting for the party, uh, the Confederate guy hangs out with the little sister, who I didn't realize until I just looked at the IMDb before we started, is the girl from eighth grade. Mm-hmm. 
I did not recognize her at all. How did you not recognize her? Because she's blonde with long hair in that film with no makeup because she's in eighth grade. In this film, she has a full head of thing of makeup and she has short black hair. What do you mean? Why don't I recognize like her? Like Clark she looks completely different. hiding in the crowd. <laughs> she looks completely different. She looks so different. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Lois Lane. Put in the chat. Put in the chat if you think fucking it looks nothing like oh, her. Anyway. Oh, God. So you find out her story about how she was in a school shooting. Now, I, I can see how... Because you think the movie lacks tact. This might be like insensitive to do, but I found it refreshing. I thought it was nice. I thought it was cool how they use the fact that she's been through trauma and they didn't it didn't feel like it over. I feel like it did it a little by the end. Like if you talk to me about the end, I will say this. Then I think it did do it too much. But here at the beginning is at the end. Oh, okay, great. Because at the beginning, I thought it was nice. I thought it was like just a subtle conversation. I'm on the same page. And I really, really loved how the other guy reacted. Yeah. Like at that point, he was looking at her like you fucking northern piece of Mm -hmm. shit. You fucking come down here. And then she's and and then he's like, you fucking look down at me because of my fucking gun. Fuck you. And then she's like, yeah, I was in a school shooting. And he was just like, fuck. Yeah, he's like, that is bad. <laughs> and I, I don't want that, the government to take my guns or really impose any laws about guns. But that but sucks. That is that's, bad. That's that, just bad look. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. But I like I so I like that. I like I like how when two disagreeing groups find commonality somewhere. And usually the place you find commonality is humanity, like the tragedy and like trauma. And like and you said you had a problem with it, but I, I liked that she was curious about the gun and she wanted to pick it up. I, I am think fine with that's that. That's how 100 percent. because i feel like that's what happens you know 100%. when you go through trauma you're curious something it's kind of like why the cycle of abuse is usually a circle right when when you when you go through something like that you're like oddly curious and like find comfort in like looking at the thing that caused it and like what happened like she's like sure this thing this thing is what caused all that but it's so, i'm holding it i have the power now and like i almost saw that happening sure you know? uh, she was like yes. learning about the gun my my problem isn't th- like I understand that. I understand that like a lot. I think that the fact that she is interested in this thing and curious about it and trying to create something that she is less scared of in her mind by understanding it. That is a very normal thing for people that have been through trauma to, to, to do. My problem is that the end, I feel like it just was like a little much and it didn't tie up that message in the way that I felt like a more confident director could have. Agree. I I don't think that using her PTSD from the situation in the way they did at the end to say, that's why she was able to like get through in that moment. I, I, I didn't love it too. I thought, you know, it's like at the end of it, Split, where like, oh, I was literally gonna say Split. Yeah, yeah. It's like at it's the like end split. of Split, where he looks at her and he's like, ah, oh, I see you've been, you have trauma too. I will leave you alone now. I fucking hated. And that. I still don't know how I feel about that. that I hated it. Film. It was just such a confusing it. thing. I, I well, mean, like, uh, I, I, when could, you watch that, yeah, no. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please, no. Please go. I was say I, I have a lot of trauma. I grew up in a very abusive home. I fucking hate when movies do that shit. It's real. Having PTSD is real. I have PTSD. It's a real fucking thing. It's not a fucking joke. And so like taking that and being like, oh, they could survive this because they survived that. It's like stupid. And it's like, oh, look, they overcame this other fucked up thing. Like, and it helped them go through, overcome their original trauma. No, 
Yeah. That's not how it works. Go to therapy. Get yeah, help. I think I, I feel like I agree with you. Most most films that try to use trauma as a defining characteristic usually get it wrong because of this reason, right? They 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 make it the source of their courage and strength when it's like, no, they're they're capable of being people without that. It's mm-hmm. something that happened. It doesn't define them 100. Yeah. percent The reason I say I'm not I'm I'm always confused about Split though is because when you rewatch that movie, you can tell that that's what that script is doing. So it's like. When you rewatch it with that like context, mm-hmm. like when you're watching that film, you can like see what's happening and why he chose to do that. Like, I still don't think he nails it, but like I, I see what he's trying to say. And I appreciate some of what that film tries to say, though. I think a lot of it's tone death. And I think overall, I would agree with you. That's a bad way to end your film. I think but, I understood what he was trying to say. And I think he did a bad job of saying it is my opinion sure. of that film. So so then that happens. And then. Basically, shit starts right away. This film, one of the things I loved about it, 81 minutes. Why do we got to be in Texas for any more than 81 minutes? Let's go, baby! 81 more films need to be this length. Oh, perfect length. I will say, I will love this movie forever for being the length it was. Like, huge props to this movie. It knew what it was doing. Even if it was great, though, right? it got out. Yeah, exactly. Even if it was a great movie. This movie could have had perfect time. Perfect run time. Yeah. I like how Darren and Fear God of Death, both in the chat, uh, liked and disliked this movie. You can tell. Yeah. But both agree the runtime was perfect. It's funny. I was. It's so funny. Darren was on, on the same side that you were, where she was like, no, I think it's like hyper liberal. Like, you know, and I was like, I oh, don't really. I don't. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, she was like, oh, nope. But by yeah. the end, I, by the end of the movie, yeah. she was like, nah, especially the gun thing at the end. She was like, I, I just there's no way this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's I think it's hard because I think we've watched so many films for this podcast. Yeah. in our lives but like it for specifically for this podcast because we've had to dissect in a certain mm-hmm. way and something that i've come to terms with is most people don't know how to end a film oh uh, like that's I, true, I, I, that I, true. I, i'm way more forgiving than i used to be about the ending of a film like i used to be like you make it or break it in the mm-hmm. last 15 minutes but now there's so much time where i'm like scrambling to watch a film and it falls apart in the end but i'm but then as we talk about it i talk about the journey again yeah, and yeah. now reflectively I, I when i find a movie that i like for most of but it yeah. falls apart at the end. I end up liking it way more than I used to because yeah. nobody knows how to end a movie. Most of them suck at the end. You know, That's fair. Like most endings, every big blockbuster, the ending always sucks. Every, you know, but I, I agree with you. The ending sucks. But I do like the fact that there is a swimming pool in the movie theater. Anyway, so. Oh, so then, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That so makes sense. Starts. Like the leather face and roof. Her- it leaks, I guess. It's old. I don't know. It's a fucking whole ass pool it in the fucking movie pool. theater. <laughs> That's not how that shit works. So then Dante. Fucking Dante's wife, Ruth, gets the short shaft in this fucking mill. She's she's yeah. like there for two seconds. And then she's like, I'll go with the old lady. So the old lady, Leatherface, Ruth, and the cops are all driving away. And then Leather and then the mom dies. Yeah. And then Leatherface was like, Well, time to start killing people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna nix the political talk for the rest of the movie so we okay. can get about the points because i have a lot of other things i hated about the movie so we can just get into those instead so in this scene she gets cut in the stomach right here's one thing about horror movies horror movies do this all the time but good horror movies do it right mm-hmm. consistency and damage if a killer does one thing it should kill everyone that way if a killer does a different thing it should it should kill like the, the kills have to be consistent. You the damage can, has like, to be consistent. But Marcus, the survivor my, girl my... is the one exception. She could survive because she's the survivor girl. That's like sort of like the rules. 
I'm willing to sure. suspend my disbelief for that. But you had so many things. Like she got a little cut in her stomach. It was deep and it killed her. And I was like, fine, that could kill her. I, I accept. I'm going to suspend my disbelief. That could be the reason to kill her. Then he chainsaws someone else later in the movie and she's alive for so long. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Let me let me let me pitch something to you. Sure, Marcus. sure. I think one of the reasons I love this film uh-huh. was because of the deterioration of sense. And <laughs> this movie starts for me and it makes a lot of sense. I'm on board. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. what they're sure. doing. I get I get the yeah. political shit they're saying. I get the messages they're doing. I get this the ratcheting up of this the Texas guy. He's a normal person. He's the boy. He he the way he takes everyone out in the ambulance is like normal. The way he takes out everybody from there on and gets like the blonde girl seems fine. Yeah. As this movie goes on, as he finds his source of power, the chainsaw, as more crazy shit His happens. Source of power, the chainsaw. Yeah, yeah I like the, it. The, as as my <laughs> as the movie is going down, mm-hmm. it's a graph. So here's the graph. Oh, uh, so people the, start to survive as, more damage as the movie as progresses. The movie gets more and more ridiculous. My sense of disbelief goes higher. <laughs> so it's like so it's like this bell curve thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like for me, I agree with you that the fact that old lady gets stabbed all the way through and thrown and survives for 10 extra fucking minutes all the makes way no through. goddamn sense i agree all it makes no goddamn sense hilarious. and that's why i hilarious. loved it because it this movie turns into parody by the end yeah the the last like half an hour of this film makes no goddamn sense it's <laughs> it makes no fucking sense and i yeah. loved it i fucking yeah. was here for it it was ridiculous, it, it went from being man. this gritty real thing and then slowly but surely after that bus yeah after that bus man we're gonna skip to the bus because after that bus sure, sure, sure. i was like this movie makes no goddamn sense and i'm fucking here for it because up until that point everything made sense fucking take texas chainsaw walks into the bus there's the, the moment you hate where it's like you're getting canceled bro and for me that wasn't a signal that the movie was over for me that was a symbol that the movie started that was like oh <laughs> this movie ain't gonna make no more goddamn sense okay i'm here for it i got because it got it marcus that bus scene was epic you know what i don't know why you want to know why i thought why? it was epic because everyone on there was so fucking dumb yeah they were so dumb like i needed to like go somewhere else people they were not real people they didn't do anything that made sense Mm -hmm. they didn't run they didn't gang up on him no they didn't leave the way no that main girl that was like helping organize she was alive for so long Mm -hmm. until the last moments of the bus yeah and only in the last 10 seconds did she try to get out a fucking window and that bus wasn't that she could have tried to get out that window (laughs) the whole time yeah the whole time she could have she could have been trying to get out, but she did it. And the bus was not that big. She could have easily like gone somewhere else. They all he could have grabbed him together. He walked slowly oh up. I can't it, literally this. there was one moment when a girl her face was covered in blood she like sat down next to the table and just started ah, ah, like classic yeah. horror movie screaming yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was like you got another five minutes before he gets to you lady like yeah. what are you doing the kills in this movie <laughs> were ridiculous here's my problem with the movie I, uh, here's my 15th millionth problem with the movie. Sure. The original was so good. If this wasn't a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I, I think that, part I of it would have like been a little better for me. I might have like yeah. liked it more and been able to remove myself. Like if it was you me liked it at all. Yeah, that's true. It would have like <laughs> I could have been more invested. I could have seen the schlock a little bit more. But the yeah. fact that like 
it's coming from something that is like really well made and really good. And then ignoring all of the history, ignoring all of the back matter to then make a new movie that is then claiming it's a sequel, but ignores everything that came before it. It's just like it bothered me a little bit like the new Halloween, I feel like honors the original in like such a great way. Even though the sequel yeah. to the new Halloween sucked, sure. I think that that first one movie did a great job of honoring the first, the original <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. But for you, I said, I'm okay with it because there's been nine movies and most of them suck. That's true. <laughs> Marcus, I, I have another pitch for you to like this film. All these have been pitches because the, these should sound like they should be coming from you, not sure. the other way around. I agree. I don't know what's happening another, in this episode. Another pitch for this film. Marcus, this is not a movie trying to be Halloween 2018. It's a parody of that movie. And that's how I saw it. That wasn't Lori Strode. This is a parody that was the of the doppelganger. Yes. Yeah. I kept yes, calling her Marcus. Lori Strode. This is this is not I was like, that oh, movie. It's Strode. They copied that movie. This movie they copied just saw it Halloween and made it bad. And was like, and made it bad. I'm gonna make this movie about that. It feels like remember that time when like everything was getting a parody, like a scary movie, not another yeah. teen movie, superhero. Oh, some movie. of it feels like Marcus. I love those movies. I love the scary movies. Oh, I know movies. you do. I watched the shit out of yeah, the Machosa. I love scary movie there were great movies yeah first three or four were great yeah the but the it felt like that it felt like i was watching a a wannabe halloween movie and it's just so funny it's just so ridiculous to me yeah it was that this existed it also wasn't made by netflix i do want to clarify it was was sold to netflix they just bought the the, the distribution rights that's smart yeah especially with pandemic and stuff this this wouldn't this would not have done well in theaters no and it is fucking gobbling up the viewers on netflix no it it was very smart no it was very smart but but yeah marcus if you if you think like the movie starts by putting you in this sense of false sense of security like it's gonna be a good film it like is trying to grapple with big issues it's like trying to like say something it's gonna be a good film yeah and slowly but surely, it descends in this madness and parody of itself. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. here for it. Uh, but what you said earlier, which I do want to double comment on, I thought the acting was pretty good. I like curly haired girl a lot. Acting was I thought good. Eighth, eighth grade girl was yeah. good. I like Dante. I really like the fucking, listen, say what you want about Cole Shoveler guy. The mm-hmm. fact that he is, he is the Southern people watching this film thinking about these these fucking liberals yeah and then he like thinks they're assholes and steals the keys and does all this but marcus as soon as he sees dante our boy does he he did not have to stay he had the keys he could have fucking left he doesn't like these people Mm -hmm. they don't like him Mm -hmm. nothing about them is good and yet he tried to he was a hero he was like the right thing is to go find out what's happening and save these kids because he saw them as kids he thought they were dumb he thought they were fucking liberal pieces of shit. But at the end of the day, they're fucking kids. Yeah. And he true. thought so. And he went to save them. And I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I was the on movie. his side. I was like, wow. And then movie was for you, trying dude. really hard to make him a cool, like, likable guy. And he was. I, I think the movie was trying to subvert our expectations of him. Because what did he do that was bad? Or was just no, our perception that he was I, bad? I didn't say he was bad. Right? I'm just saying that he is yeah. an allegory, like you said yourself for yeah, yeah. the typical southern person yeah i really i really liked when the sister walked in and it looked like they fucked i thought that was funny that was funny it was cute i thought it was funny and then she was like him hey, i didn't fuck up yeah, yeah. Out. i went to the fucking bathroom she's <laughs> like well you would have what i was also like how old is she we just saw her in a movie about being eight, in eighth grade like is she like 17 even 
I don't know. Well, let's see. Uh, in real she just life, seems, she because is... forever she will be the eighth grade girl. I'm like, she's a little baby. and She should not be talking yeah. about sex. That, I mean, that makes that makes sense. She is was born in 2003. She's 19. Okay. Old enough. So old enough to be in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. That's true. Nick, I was. it's so funny talking to you about this movie because I thought you would hate it also and that we would be like bonding over how much we both hated this movie nope. and having fun that uh -oh. way. And instead, I now hate you and will be quitting the podcast after this episode. So... <laughs> That makes sense. No, but I, it's so funny because I was telling you, like, I did so much research on the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre because I was nervous we wouldn't have enough to talk about diving into this movie. And <laughs> it turns out that, like, we have a lot to talk about in this movie. Marcus, I want you to know I was going to make a game. Uh -huh. I was going to make a game trying to follow real massacres and this massacre. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized something. I realized that I hate true crime podcasts. Okay. And you know why? Why? You know why? Because people fucking died. We shouldn't fucking joke about like, why, why, why? Like I was about to do the game and then I was about to have to tell you like real shit that happened. And I was reading it and I was like, this is sad. <laughs> I think I understand that. I think that there are certain jokes that are okay. I don't like 90 99% of true crime podcasts because I think some are good. I think my problem with it is that the wrong like you should never be making fun of the victims. You should never be making yeah. fun of like you there's certain tech and that's why I really like last podcast on the left because I feel like the jokes being made are always at the expense like of the serial killers of the cult leaders to try to make them seem less scary and big as the media does. Cause the media is like, Oh, yeah. the serial killer was a genius and that's how they got away with it. But they didn't, they got away with it because like bad police work, you know? So like agreed. I like that. Those are the only kinds of podcasts about like serial killing and true crime that I could listen to. Yeah. Mostly I realized I just don't have the tact for it. So there's no game for me. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I was like, I, but I do want to talk about the, man, I want you to watch the original so bad. And I don't want to give you it to you because I feel like it's, now it's going to be compared to this movie. And I don't want that. I don't know what to tell you. I, 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 would, I would give it to you if you like promise not to bring this movie up <laughs> during the podcast episode. I don't think I can promise that. The, it's exactly. Important. That's it's why. important context because it's, it's going to influence how I saw it. I Honestly, agree. To, to be honest with you, Marcus, sure. probably not because at no point while I was watching this film mm -hmm. was I thinking about the Jessica Biel one that I've already watched. At no point oh, was I fair. connecting this with any other Leatherface lore. Yeah. I mean, the, the, but, the truth is this Leatherface looks like a pig he does not yeah. look like any of the leather face i've ever seen like and honestly faces don't love scary. this do you think this one's scary or like, do you I not as if like a first time no i thought he looks dumb okay which that's is why enough. i felt like it was a parody yeah yeah that's fair but the <laughs> which original, is why i saw it from a parody i thought the original did a great job it has one of the best i'm gonna keep like interjecting with stuff from the original the original like yeah. had one of the best introductions to a serial killer i've like ever seen i've right. ever seen it was so good like these kids stumble upon a house and they like they're sort of invaders in the house, right? Like mm -hmm. they don't know what's going on. They're looking for a phone and they walk. One of them walks into a, like towards the back of the house and a door just quickly like in the manner in a manner of like seconds door opens up. Leatherface smacks him with the hammer, drags the body away, closes door. 
that's it and that's all you see for him from like a little bit and it was so wow. intense and so quick and scary that i was like that it's one of the like scariest things i've ever seen in a horror let me movie. ask you a question though let me ask you a question though yeah, let me yeah. ask you a question though yeah, yeah how many times did og leatherface throw his chainsaw at the people because it happened like six times it in this did. <laughs> and it was dope <laughs> when he threw the Home chainsaw at the fucking car threw his chainsaw so it. many times I so many it. times I loved it. he threw his like mallet too at one point he had like a little mallet he just threw it at the girl and she like fell into the floor like fucking thor's hammer all the way through it was so awesome God. i love that and she fell all great. the way into the fucking through the floorboards and yeah. when i say i don't like the ending i really only mean the last fight because the ending ending as they're driving away fucking loved it i fucking I that was funny. It. I thought it was, and it was so very funny and funny yeah. and great. Yeah, yeah we're setting the car. That that's another thing. Like part of the movie was like kind of cringy too. Like, and it ended up being funny, cringy. Yeah, uh, yeah. like the kind of cringe like you want to see a cringe compilation of. And but he, like, he, is there no blood and gore in the original movie? So no blood or gore in that movie. I don't know what he's talking about. In the original movie, what happened was he wanted to make the director wanted to make a really gory film, and then everyone said like no you can't do that so then he was like okay i want to make a p i want to make it pg so it can be released in theaters so he like had a lot of the gore and like really like like gross stuff implied and so as oh. a viewer you're having to fill in a lot of the scary parts sort of like in your mind but you have all of that tension without the like release of seeing the really fucked up brutal kills so it kind of yeah. makes it scarier in a really interesting way that I thought was like it takes a lot of like tact and craft to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. There, I, I, I like a gory movie, but there, there's movies when you can avoid it in a certain way. Sometimes it's scarier. Yeah, it's way yeah. Scarier. This movie had a lot of gore, and I thought no tension. I'm Marcus, trying to remember. There was zero. There was zero, really there was like zero tension, tension and yeah. no point. I was scared. I was yeah, not yeah, scared yeah. for any yeah. point in this movie. But I do there think one moment even now, like the original, is a gross movie. Like not in terms of gore but there's a lot of stuff like there's a lot of like gross imagery and it makes you feel uncomfortable and kind of sick to your stomach sometimes when watching it right. which really stayed with me you are selling this film you are selling the shit out of this yeah, film. yeah 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 so let's 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 transition to this end that we both don't like so after all the carnage everybody's dead except the, the melody and her younger sister and if i oh my god this is the this is my favorite part of the film. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite part. It, maybe it wasn't. I just love this moment when fucking Laurie Strode doppelganger motherfucker shows up and she's finally there. And it's been like she's slowly getting there. She's finally there. She picks up the girls and they're like, thank you. Thank you. He's here. We got to go. And she's like, I know they're here. She's like, OK. And she's like, I'm sorry. I ain't letting you go. You're the thing you chasing. And they and she just like straight up says, fuck you, girls. You're bait. You cannot leave. I thought was such a turn on its head from the like Laurie Strode yeah. or like any Terminator 2 fucking Sarah Connor's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. like tro the, the trope of this. The Sarah Connor trope makes them the hero. This one, she is not the hero. Yeah, no. And I was just like, what? It, I was very dumbfounded. But also I liked the fact that, well, she, I thought, I don't know, the message I got from her making the girl stay in the car was like, you're safe here. Stay no, safe. She, no, she, no, 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 you missed it. She really? literally said, he's after you, so I need you here. I thought she said, he's after you, stay here, as in, 
you are protected, stay here because he's after you. That's the message I got. No. Man, we got so no. there's so many parts of this movie we got mixed up. <laughs> we got no, the opposite I, messages. Marius, I I I I'm gonna go back and watch because I, I I vehemently pretty sure you're wrong. I'm pretty sure she was like, fuck you, you gotta stay here because you're bait. Like that was my I, reading on it. Maybe. But let me it go, I'll go back and read it. But, it could be it. Yeah, who it could be either one. But, but it I could be it again a, a problem with the director not having a take on any fucking thing in the movie and leaving so much or, interpretation or either one of us who was were, were clearly doing other things at the same oh, time watching this film were distracted for two seconds yeah 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 but that well, being everyone said, agrees with me in the chat so i uh, agree with nick and darren i think nick is right she's like you can't go anywhere until i kill him i don't think that means that she was trapped you can't go anywhere until i kill him because i'm trying to protect you i don't know i got protection or because vibes. you're the thing is chasing i got protection vibe but i you know what i hated yeah. about her i so much but another thing i hated since i feel like you're on the same page as i am with her as a character yeah she she was like say my name and it's like he doesn't know you like oh he- marcus <laughs> i loved i love marcus oh my god it oh felt my like god a parody. i love this it felt like I, a parody. That's, yes yeah that's why it was so cool i loved it she- as she was there she had him dead to rights yeah. she had her shotgun in her hand she's staring at leatherface and she's like say my name and leatherface looks at her and she's like you don't fucking know who I am. Say, but it literally lets them walk right out. Yeah, fear got it does. She locked the door on them. She said they could they locked, yeah, she locked yeah. them. So too so safe at, to protect them. <laughs> so they okay, run okay, out. okay, okay. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Fair, fair. So fair. as he's literally walks past her and she's standing there dumbfounded with a shotgun. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. She is the opposite of Sarah Connors. She's, she's the, the opposite. opposite of Laura Strode. She sucks. She is useless. Yeah. And I loved it. She is so used to also like just in terms of like the trauma PTSD thing. I feel like the, the, the creator was like, Oh, if you have PTSD, you like lean into it somehow, you know, like, because she's What's same thing. Like she was like, traumatized by her experience is what we were told and yeah so she was kidnapped by a cannibal family of people like right. who who owned a slaughterhouse she was stuck in a slaughterhouse and all this stuff and then in, and then she's just like the first scene of hers her cutting an animal upside down like that experience would make me a vegan like f- from moment one i would never touch meat again as someone who didn't have that context because i didn't see the original <laughs> film i saw no problem with it <laughs> fair enough I, I don't know that fair enough fair enough <laughs> from my context i was like oh they try to make her a badass so- <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh god i love this. wow how context changes yeah it's such everything. a parody man it's it feels like i am in a bizarro world where like logic doesn't exist and we are just like i don't know who this movie is for i don't know what's and going then just on. to speak on it more she fucking she like gets a couple shots off but she's pretty useless leatherface yeah. t- tears her apart oh i love the moment when he's like in the fucking darkness and he's like yeah. and she's like what are you doing and he, and he, oh boy, just just runs, runs out of the darkness towards speed. her. I love it. He and that scares her enough to make her, and that makes her enough to miss the first shot. Mm-hmm. And as she takes the second shot, it hits this chainsaw. Yeah. And then he fucks her up. That chainsaw was, was so also dumb. like weirdly quiet in a lot of movies. Like he, like he was stealthy well, when no he needed wants to be a lot stealthy. of noise in your headphones. <laughs> I don't want that. Hey, think about how much scarier the movie would have been if you like heard his footsteps coming or like whatever. Marcus, you know? this movie wasn't supposed to be scary. <laughs> Clearly, oh it wasn't God. scary the whole goddamn time. If this movie there wasn't gets a one sequel, moment of fear or tension. But here's yeah. I don't understand these people, right? Because these people are the same people that made Don't Breathe. 
Don't Breathe is a great movie. Don't Breathe. Uh, don't Breathe, don't breathe two. is one of my favorite films of all time. Did you see Don't Breathe 2? I haven't. It's we a haven't terrible, it terrible movie. And it's exactly like this movie. And so I'm like, oh, no. Are we getting the same thing kind of like with Wonder Woman, where Wonder Woman 1 was really good? And then Wonder Woman 2, like the bad parts of Wonder Woman 1 were all that Wonder Woman 2 was. And I think that's what it is. Oh. I think they just got really lucky with Don't Breathe. And they just don't you know, know how funny? to make movies. One of the guys that wrote Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe 2, mm-hmm. it, the same guys. Oh, you know what it is? I know what it is. Two guys wrote Don't Breathe. One of the guys that wrote Don't Breathe went on to write and direct Don't Breathe 2. Uh, it, he was missing the have, other guy. He was missing his yeah, buddy. He was missing the other guy. That's what yeah. it is. You try to go solo, yeah. never works out. Look at Justin Timberlake. Oh, no, no, I'm I think I'm wrong one more time. Oh, because oh. wait, what? I'm confused because the guy who made Don't Breathe and the Evil Dead remake made this story along with the guy who wrote Don't Breathe. But here's the thing. They didn't write the screenplay. They didn't write the screenplay. So somewhere along the way, all they had to do was get story by was to go to the studio and say, hey, new Texas Ch- or the studio be like, hey. What do you want the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie to be? And they'd be like, I don't know. Some kids go to a town to like fucking. That can't be all a story by means in the credits of a movie. Sometimes. That's wild. Sometimes. Sometimes it's not like the whole (laughs) thing. Sometimes it's like very, very little. And there's there's people that write the screenplay Mm -hmm. that never get credit because they don't quite write enough of it. But these screenplays usually go through three or four different writers. But if you don't change enough things or you don't add enough, then you don't get a credit. But they easily could have gone in there and fuck shit up, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't trust them. But I don't trust them. After Don't Breathe 2, I don't trust them. Well, the guy who made Don't Breathe didn't do Don't Breathe 2. So I don't trust anyone who touched the movie Don't Breathe. They can't touch other movies. They will influence it in a negative way. Anyway, Don't Breathe was a great film. Yes. And so was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't believe you, man. I can't believe you. I feel like all of my work on like all of my notes and everything about the original and how excited I was. It just we have to either do it as an episode or something, because I feel like I I put so much effort into learning about that movie and like reigniting my love of it. I'm I'm just bummed out now if you want. No, I'm I'm just bummed out. I'm bummed, too. I like the film. I wanted to talk to you about this cool horror movie I watched. Oh, man. (laughs) So then in the final moments, they end up at the the last two girls, Melody and her sister. Mm-hmm. Laurie Strode parody dies. Yeah. Uh, end up in a movie theater and there's the big drag out fight. I didn't like most of this because it was just it was very normal end of movie. Oh, he's over here. No, he's over here. Oh, let's fight for this gun. Oh, the gun doesn't work. Oh, kick the gun. Oh, go find the gun. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I did, and I knew it was a stupid moment. Marcus, I can't argue with you that it's not a stupid moment. Yeah. But the moment that Melody showed back up and she picked up the chainsaw, (laughs) I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were rooting for that one? You are applauding in the theater? I was there. I was like, yeah. And she upper decks him. She doesn't even stab him with it. She fucking goes like this. Upper, oh, uppercut. Upper decking is when you take a shit in the top part of the toilet. I was like, when did that happen in the movie? Also, the fact that you said. said that and it didn't even phase me that it happened in the movie. I was like, man, I must have been like on my phone or something. <laughs> I was like, yes, okay. Because uh, because all I could think of when she did that, I was yeah. like, wow, you're a badass and you didn't kill him. Yeah. As he slowly descended yeah. in the water. I was like, yeah. dude can probably swim. He might be 70, but he can probably swim pretty well. Those I, senior citizens. Yeah. They fucking, they're they doing swim. the water aerobics. I get it. 
yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, no, they, it's that serial. It's like horror movie trope of like, oh, you need to make sure the the person's dead. Yeah, and, and scream. They, they like did that. They're like, we gotta always make sure that they're dead, but too aggressively, where they end up like shooting a lot of people in the head. Like we watched Scream Five, and the like original Survivor girl has killed more people than each of the individual serial killers because it's always a different one yes right because they because she kills the team she makes she kills them at the end of every movie i've only ever (laughs) seen the first scream and only as a kid there are five screams and there's usually two at least two killers so that's 10 people she's murdered huh and i don't know if she's murdered every one of them but that's about 10 people that she's murdered that's a lot so then they have the final moment. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about with the movie theater scene? It was bad. You didn't like it from the movie theater when they're in the movie theater. Oh, the yeah. No, I you touched on everything. I think that like it's it was an interesting action scene that could have been done better. I think that yeah. like we've seen versions of this in so many movies. Now, the confrontation with the final girl, it can yeah. it's been done badly a lot too i've been it's this isn't the worst that i've seen it done but it's not sure rewarding in the way that i feel like it should have been i would agree i also re- forgot to mention i really did like when Leela, lila how do you say the fucking sister's name i don't remember i don't remember anyone's name in this movie once we're done with this episode i will delete this movie from my brain it will not have existed just like all so the other I did... sex chainsaw massacre reboots mm-hmm. <laughs> are none of them good or is nothing good except the original there are like I think the original is the best by far. I think that the other ones missed the point of the original. Like the original is like a really interesting movie. It's made by a professor who likes taught about documentaries and how to make documentaries. And so like mm-hmm. he took that style with him to the movie. The movie kind of feels like a weird documentary almost. And there's a lot of shots where you're like, I, I shouldn't be here watching this. It's shot in a really interesting way. So yes. So they, they took that and they were like, blood and violence and gore and that's what the movie was about and they like just only focused on that part of it sure whereas i feel like this movie as much as i'm shitting on it at least it tried to have a message it did it tried to say something like listen it it might not have fucking worked on you and honestly for most people because to be fair everyone agrees with you this movie sucks i i opened up youtube and i put the title in i didn't have time to watch a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff I watched like five minutes of one person, but as I was scrolling, every single one was like, wow, this movie's awful. Wow, this movie's bad. Wow, the worst Texas Chainsaw Mask movie? Yes. Everyone agrees with you. I don't know if it's the worst one, but it is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. You know what's a great one? Text Chainsaw Massacre 2. That's one of the best ones. I was telling you and Joseph about it. The sequel? The sequel. It's not the best one, but Texas Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 is one of the best slasher movies. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is one of the best parodies of a horror movie. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's like this one. I feel like since you liked this one, the schlocky kind of like parody thing, I think that you'll like 2 also. Like there's a part... I think... Where there's a family of cannibals and there's a part where one of them enters a chili contest with his like world famous chili that obviously has people in it. And that's just so funny. (laughs) That is funny. Marcus, I I, I think to be fair to to you and to movies, I'm not I'm not the horror guy. Mm -hmm. Right. But the reason that I love Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th aren't because of the good ones. It's true. I like those franchises. Because there's so many bad films. Yeah. Like I when Jason goes to Manhattan, I'm like, this movie's fucking dumb. Let me watch it again. But do you not like Jason? <laughs> you don't like Jason X. No, I said Jace versus Jason was better. 
Oh, that's true. Did you like Jason X? I do like Jason X. Okay. Yeah, it's then, a good then we're okay. Because <laughs> Jason X is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But a, but a lot of those old older films, like even the bad ones, like Jason Goes to Hell and shit, everybody is trying their best in that movie. Yeah. And it just sucks. Yep. And that's what this feels like. And I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 this feels that's like. why I liked it. It felt like those old direct-to-video sequels of nightmare on elm street and freddy mm-hmm. uh, uh friday the 13th that yeah. they're they're bad because there was something that was good and they don't know why and the, you yeah. go to random people and they're like make a jason film and they're like how and the producer's like i don't fucking know yeah and they're like okay the main, let me try the main curse of a good horror movie is that it's going it's like it's like it's almost cursed by its success you have a good horror movie yeah. and then everyone wants to copy it, make sequels to it, can make a franchise yeah. out of it. And then you end up with so many bad movies. And then you get like movies like this where it's like Jason. This is essentially Jason in space. Like, I don't I like the last couple Halloweens. I like it. I like I like two. I like four. I this is similar to Halloween H2O, like, where I was like, it. I kind of like that one. It's bad. It's really <laughs> bad. But Buster, I think that's yeah. the one where Buster Rhymes fights. I think he's in two, isn't he? He's in H2 one movie. Resurrection. Oh, is he in H2O Resurrection? He's I in one so. of them. The one that with Buster yeah. Rhymes, like Kung Fu fighting Michael Myers is like, yeah. that is gold. That is gold. One of the best horror movie moments of all time. <laughs> And we haven't had a horror movie like that, a slasher film like that for a while. I think Fair. I feel like movies are either so bad that they don't transcend to being even in my radar or mm-hmm. they're so good that they're like missing the schlock. Like like Malignant, I thought like was bad, but like it why didn't that work I love for me? Malignant. Then? Why did I like Malignant? I love Why Malignant. did I like Malignant? I think it's why did Malignant work? it was bad. It knew it was bad and it leaned into it further. No, 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 no. That's that's why. Why it didn't know it was bad. It, I think this oh. movie kind of knows it's bad. I don't think this movie knows it's bad. I think Malignant knows. It's bad a little bit. Interesting. No, I think Malignant is the fucking is the fucking conjuring guy, right? And he's like, eh, eh, yeah, like look at my <laughs> That's how look I at me, like I'm making movie. a B movie. He's like, Ugh, no, I feel like no, no, because there was no one person in charge of this film. It felt like a whole bunch of people in a circle saying like, um, <laughs> did did we did uh, did we get it? And the director being like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. let's move on to the next scene. Yeah, we'll yeah. fix it in post. Yeah, <laughs> we'll fix it in post was probably the catchphrase of filming this movie. Yeah. And then there's the final moments of the film when they get into their smart car. They think they're going to get away. They're riding off. <laughs> and then Leatherface fucking throws a chainsaw at the car. Yep. Pulls Melody out. Mm-hmm. And then homegirl doesn't leave through the door. She looks up through the sunroof and goes, no, no. She didn't try face. to get out. I mean, her sister's dead. And it was so that scene. God, yeah. this movie sucks. So that scene was uh, just as an explanation, because you didn't see the original is the mm-hmm. as a copy of the original ending. At the end of the original movie, the final girl gets into a pickup truck. She manages to escape. And then you have Leatherface like sw- swinging in the air angrily with the chainsaw and then the, and she leaves and she's hysterical crying like and like i don't know it's it's confusing 
what she feels. Sure. She might be laughing sure. a little bit too. I think she's laughing. But here we are. Yeah. So this is sort of like a a parody of that scene. Yeah, it was dope. She literally just fucking cut her off hair yeah. off, and, she, and then and then and then Leatherface does this. <laughs> Loved it. There's a fucking choreographed dance. The source of his power. <laughs> and then oh Marcus. You really hated this film, so did you not stay for the post credit scene? I didn't. I, I learned later that there was a post credit scene. Oh, I had a feeling. So first time I viewed, I skipped ahead and went to the end of the credits. I was yeah. like, yep, post credit scene. And you see Leatherface just walking up to his old house. Cool. The it doesn't mean anything because the they movies. got rid of all of the history of the movie. So then no, why include that? They did it. My dude's a cannibal. He can eat somebody. And he's still. supposed to feel bad for him in this movie, too, a little bit, at least in the beginning. I know. That's what I, I really fucking liked it. <laughs> I was like, fucking, as they were there, and I was like, I was sitting there like, movie, are you trying to make me feel? For he just cut off somebody's face, you stupid people. Like, <laughs> And even like our main character, Melody, like looked at him like with a little bit of sad eyes, like, oh, I get why you're doing what you're doing. I was like, no, you fucking idiot. He's a fucking killer. I yeah. love that. I was like, you're dumb. I really liked how dumb everybody was. I wasn't annoyed. I was like, wow, I get to root against you. And I love that. I, I rooted against Leatherface. Yeah. I rooted against Melody. I rooted against Dante. I rooted against everybody. And this is the oh you know what i know the movie that the, the moment this movie turned to parody i know the moment oh, after she got hit with the hammer oh we got a 25 dollar donation from fear god of death he says oh, he loves thank you, the horror movies thank you so much we really appreciate it want to give a shout out we really do also thank while you so you're much. in there guys if you're watching anywhere uh remember that you've amazon prime use your subscription and uh subscribe to the twitch as he hit her with a hammer and she fell down through the floorboards this is the moment that i was like oh i know what movie i'm watching now because leatherface literally starts taking his chainsaw and playing whack-a-mole with the floor <laughs> with our main character and then he goes one place and just goes straight down yeah. marcus i love the fact that Everyone in this film has not seen the parody, the fucking Looney Tunes fucking parody yes. of the thing chasing somebody, and you can step to the side. Yeah. You can just step to the side. If something is falling on you straight, you literally don't have to run. You just step to Especially the side. Especially a chainsaw that like has to kind of turn and it's from the front because of the way the chainsaws work. She it was can't crawling. Just go she was running. Yeah. And she could have just went, bloop. <laughs> and Marcus, this is what solidified it. At the end of that chainsaw's journey, she just got to the end, but she was saved by a poop pipe and got covered in poop as her sister. Why? <laughs> Why? Because it's a parody of fucking slasher movies, yeah, Marcus. I, it is a parody. It's uh, it's accidentally a parody of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. 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 I can see that. I could see that. It's it's like Evil Dead, right? They tried to make a good movie and it ended up being fucking funny as shit. And then maybe for the little sequel, they're going to be like, oh, okay. That's true. And then Sam Raimi was like, oh, yeah, no, I I meant to do that. Yeah, no, you didn't, nope. dude. You didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, so did they accidentally pull Sam Raimi in this film? I think maybe, they did. Maybe. That's my defense. Interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> that's that's my defense on why I liked it and what's going I, on here. I I love that you liked it. I don't think I don't think that's true. <laughs> I know. You have said so I, many I times think, during the podcast. I think 
I think that I part of this podcast is that we get to have different opinions, and I yeah. I don't mind that as long as we're both respectful of the other's point of view. Then I think it's a good podcast episode. Yeah, all all, all joking aside, like this is a bad movie. I totally get why your mm-hmm. takeaway. And if I had any frame of reference, oh, yeah. I probably would have felt the same way. Yeah. But coming in from a clean slate, all I know is I love slashers, and this movie started like a normal slasher and deteriorated into fucking garbage. I was there for it. <laughs> I totally I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Ah, yeah. oh, man. I feel like a lot of times when we do this podcast, I we end with convincing the other person that's like, you know what? Maybe I did actually like it. That that's not what happened here, but I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to turn around on this. <laughs> well, I, you at least see where I'm coming from. That's I 100% something. see where you're coming from. Like I said, yeah, you wouldn't have like at the beginning, you're like, what are you talking? During, you totally told me you're quitting the podcast. Yeah. During the whole movie, I couldn't decide what it was, what side it was. Yeah. I was on who it was for. I feel like early on in that's the movie, hard. you decided what the movie, was I and i think I that in. helped you a lot the moment that they called the guy a coal uh, made fun of him for being the coal runner i was like i know what this fucking movie is i'm not love watching them die <laughs> bunch of fucking assholes yeah that's true maybe this movie's an asshole but uh yeah that's texas chainsaw massacre mm-hmm. marcus i can't believe we talked this long about that movie i was worried this would Sorry. be a short episode <laughs> I thought it was going to be too. I thought I would just say I loved it and you would be like, oh, I kind of liked it. And then that would be the end of it. Yeah. I legitimately thought you would find some of it fun. <laughs> There's I, a lot of I, Joseph gave it to us because he thought yes. we'd th- find it fun. Yes, I agree. And honestly, like, okay, I, I think for I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of times there are certain movies that you don't like because of the way you watched it and the people that you oh, watched totally. it with. Like if you were watching totally. whatever movie with Joseph and I, I feel like you would have liked yeah. it more. Like that's happened a couple of yeah. times on the podcast. PG Gorman. Yeah, totally. I think 100%. that also happened for me in this movie. And I think oh, it usually doesn't, but yeah. Yeah, totally. I think for me, if I was watching with you and Joseph, I think I would have liked it a oh. lot more. But I was watching yeah. it for the podcast. I was watching it with a critical eye, especially under the like under me having loved okay. the original movie. So I had a lot more disdain for the movie than you did. And I think if I watched it with you guys, I would have liked it more. I agree with that. So, Marcus, did you like the film? No, absolutely That's not. Me. Nick, did you That's like me. the film? I loved it. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I would, if I had to give it a number rating, I would say it's like a 7.8 out of 10. Love, love the ROM what's yeah. the in terms of like what's the what's the score like is it just nick like ability like how much you liked it out of 10? yeah it's just, just i liked it oh, it's a bad okay. film it's probably like okay a, it's cool, probably cool, like cool, a cool. three and a half okay sure, out sure, of 10 sure, sure. into like quality of film yeah yeah but yeah, like no, that's good me liking it i liked it i was fun i'd watch it again i accept this 7.5 is fine <laughs> because that's just based on how much you liked it that's fine well i said 7.8 yes that's so specific well well it's higher than seven and a half but it's not quite an eight i respect it whatever get out of here marcus would you recommend this film joseph gave it a six out of ten you gave it to us (laughs) (laughs) oh you son of a bitch (laughs) that's joseph energy right there oh yeah i would say oh goodness i would recommend the film if you if you're a horror fan I think I would recommend the film because it's just fun. It's like you said, it's, it is the Jason X of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know if I'd recommend it to anybody because I, I, 
I know that there's a lot of horror fans online and they're all saying they hate this fucking film. Mm. Horror fans expect a lot. You're a horror fan. You expect a lot. I expect little. I, I, I think I, I think as a horror fan, you expect so maybe. little. All you want is bare minimum. Oh, maybe. If this same exact movie was made, but they like handled the backstory of Leatherface a little bit better and incorporated like a little bit of it, I would have been like, yeah, nah, it's cool. Like, I'm interested to see what happens next. But you didn't like the fact that we found out that Leatherface likes wearing a little bit of blush right underneath, uh, right on top of his cheeks. Like, it, that's that's scary. Oh my God. Bro, even man. that was handled wrong because in the I didn't original, like that. I didn't like that. In the original, like he like puts on makeup. But it was bec- yeah. it was like a weird connection he had to the body. And he like wears three different masks throughout the movie of the original. Yeah. And it's like it was oh, just like cool. this weird like he wanted to be pretty. And because he was afraid of like being himself. And so he wanted to be other people is like why he was wearing the mask. Super meta. Yeah! yeah. And in this, it was like I saw it happen in the original. He put on makeup. So in this way, he put on makeup, too. Darren, I thought it was that, too. I thought it was that it was wearing his mama's face. Yeah. So I thought it was a Norman Bates thing, which I didn't love. I, I didn't like that either. I think it was an, a like mom's that. face. She wore makeup, so I have to wear makeup thing or something like yeah, that. I, I, don't know. I, I just thought it was just I, I, oddly enough. That was the moment for me that was just a little tone death. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't think this is, you know, I think this is, you know. Also, if you're going to if you're going to do this, yes. then you need to do it right. Yeah. And they didn't do that part. That one. Part yeah. And, I, and that's yeah. this tone deaf thing. I want do you want to mention that the original director of the movie, like the the, the of the original survived the school shooting also. And then really? having that in this movie and then not like oh. tying it up in a better way, I think was kind huh. of like a little insensitive. Do you think that's, well, it's hard because I think the, probably the fact that it was there originally in the beginning of the middle was probably what came from the don't breathe guys. Yeah. And then the middle part, probably from the ski rider. And then the director probably ended it. So. That's a lot of assuming what happened behind the scenes. We don't know. That's usually sure, the way it works, but it could have, it could, who knows who fucked it up but it did feel insensitive well, i know the end result i know I we don't like, like wasn't the, sensitive i know we, I, I know we like don't breathe and we didn't and we don't like this director's answer so that's i think it lines up to what we think about. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but yeah I, I would recommend it to i would recommend it to the people who will randomly watch like a random horror film on netflix every mm-hmm. once in a while like i think it's perfect for a netflix audience the people who go to netflix you know watch the new things mm-hmm. that are on there yeah, they'll yeah, go yeah, watch yeah, tinder yeah. swindler and then they'll go watch squid game yeah they'll watch whatever's they'll on watch recommended Texas Chainsaw massacre yeah yeah okay. I, th- I think they'll enjoy it enough but honestly oddly enough as much like this film i wouldn't recommend it to a lot of people that's fair marcus would you would you watch this will you watch the sequel i would watch the sequel because i'm really? a masochist and <laughs> you just gotta know now right? i love nick you don't understand like you do understand I how much i love horror i love horror, oh, horror yeah, i will I watch anything i will watch anything nick i'm thirsty i'm hungry for horror and when horror is like elev- you have elevated horror and you have like good intelligent horror i love that but i also love doo-doo caca horror give me doo-doo caca horror and I, i'll eat that shit up so yeah like yeah. I, I, I give me a sequel i'll watch it i don't care how funny uh ask me nick would you watch the sequel hell yeah i'm excited (laughs) uh if it's as dumb as this one i'm fucking here for it okay 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 Uh, god imagine if it was like the reverse where like ended up being really good and like poignant. sometimes it happens yeah yeah sometimes it happens 
I doubt they're going to be able to do it though. I'm sure that's that movie is just going to be dumb, like boring, instead of dumb, like this was dumb. Like, yes, this was dumb because they were fun. trying, and like sometimes yeah. it worked, sometimes it didn't. It was just dumb. Yeah. All right, Marcus. Well, that's the podcast. Fear God of Death says two hours debating and reviewing Text Chainsaw Massacre nine. I never would have guessed that. Well, this is your fault. So if you also want to have us debate a movie for two hours, go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash now try this cast and give us something to review. Nick, start watching the other eight. If you're got a death, if you get 20 people to sign up for the Patreon, <laughs> we will do an exclusive Patreon breakdown of the eight Texas Chainsaw Massacre films, starting with number one. 20. Nick, nothing. This is fair. Nothing would give me more joy than watching all eight <laughs> Texas Chase Masters with you and reviewing each one of them. But that's behind a paywall. Get 20 patrons and it'll be a patron. Yep. Let's exclusive. go. <laughs> Watch he like just signs up 20 times for, with just a dollar, <laughs> just pays 20 bucks. He's he like, could, do oh it. shit, you're right. He could sign up so 20 let me times for just a dollar. 20 at the $5 tier. No, I'd do it for 20 at the $1 tier. <laughs> nope, I'm more expensive. Okay, so, fair enough. Guys, that is Now Try This Cast. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, next week, I've been uh, I've been thinking about what to give you. Sure. And I'm between two things. I'm between two things. And one is, is they're both relevant. Batman. Honestly, actually, I'm not giving you Batman. <sighs> I don't even know if I'm going to see it. Uh, um, I'm hyped. First reviews seem good. I'm seeing it. I will. I don't care about reviews. I told you before reviews that I wanted to see the movie. Nothing has changed. I still want to see the movie. But that ended up making our after singer for the last podcast. Oh, really? After credits. Nice. Yeah, I added it to the Hell after credits. Yeah. You raving about how much you don't like the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't know, there's after dark special stuff at the end of every episode. Oh, yeah. If there you is. listen on your podcast feeds after the end of the song. So, oh, gosh. So one of the things is a movie. And another thing is a TV show. The TV show, I would just have you watch the first episode, maybe the first two. And the movie, I would have you watch the whole movie. But it's not a long movie by any means. I'm not sure what to give you. Okay. Would you like something that is more poignant, weighted, might be an Oscar contender? Oh. Or would you like to watch something that's a little more mainstream, a little more talked about right now? And that is maybe just a little more action-y, but not a lot, but like a little bit. I don't know where you're getting at, but let's do that one. The less okay. poignant one. All right. Well, the poignant one would have been Coda. Okay. But you chose not poignant. So we are going to be watching, let's say, the first two episodes okay. of Amazon Prime's newest action drama, Reacher starring oh, Ellen no. Richardson. I don't want to watch that one. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Two, sorry. Two first two episodes of Reacher. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Did you ever watch the Tom Cruise movies? Uh, no. Where is it? I make you watch those two. I won't, though. Okay. I like, but we're going to watch the first two episodes of Reacher. Guys, that here on twitch.tv slash now try this cast next Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is where you can check us out reviewing the first two episodes of Reacher. You can also get at us everywhere at now try this cast on Hell your yeah. socials. Tweet at us, Instagram us, let us know what's going on, let us know how you like the show, what we can do differently. Join us our, on our community at patreon.com slash now try this cast to join the conversation. Let us know what we should be doing next month. Uh, you can start submitting as soon as you join the Patreon. And use your primes on Twitch. And if you can't do any of that, you don't have any money, you don't have any time, just take the five seconds and go to Spotify or iTunes and leave us five-star reviews. Hell yes. 
all the beautiful things you can do to help us out because you love us so much. Thank you guys for watching. We love you. Good night. And remember to go out there and try some things. Good night. Friends get together so they can try things. Points I want to make pulling up information on I'll pull I'll, I'll have information on the original one. I feel like you have the information yeah. on the new one. What information? They made a movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> there was a movie called Leatherface in 2017. Holy shit. <laughs> Lionsgate had plans for five more films in the franchise. They've had so many Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. All of them have been caca, except for the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And well, there's like 10 named Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, they're all named the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, you're right. You're right. This is the only Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, this one's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The rest are the. Okay, yes. That's a distinction.